Ron Imes, what does life mean to you? Production and service or productive service. Life is perspective, is it not? Everybody sees it different. Their bag or their perspective is their life. Uh, Your production and or your productive service is what creates your perspective and therefore your respect for other perspectives. Years ago, I left the bar business and I started fighting professionally. Mind you, I didn't have a bunch of background other than my wrestling career, which ended at the age of 16. (laughs) But my brother was having a good time with it, and he said, Brian, go take a jujitsu class. And I said, what's that, Brad? And he said, it's like wrestling, but you can choke people. And I said, great. And so I went down to the corner, and there was a guy fighting in there who ended up in the UFC. And I said, hey, Rob, let me be a part of that. And he was like, all right, here, Ethan, choke this guy a little bit. And it changed my life. And I, not too long after, left the bar business and started fighting professionally and printing and selling T-shirts, which advocated for fighting itself, right? Changing my entire life. Amongst that, that brand of T-shirts that I created called Hillbilly Fightwear is the last message I ever made, which is, what does it mean to you? Or what does it mean to you? Fuck that up. You can edit it. Um, what's it mean to you? And what it means to me is life. Life is a fun ride, right? Life is good for the community. And life varies for all on this ride we're in. None of us are the same. No two of us speak the same language. We cannot feel for one another, nor can we think for one another. We stand alone on this ride called life. We come in alone and we leave alone. And we have family on the way and we have friends, uh, but we are alone. A lot of us find a God and we stand close to him or her or it or the whatever it is, but we are here alone. At Hillbilly Fightwear, we say it's a fun ride, and life is a fun ride. What does life mean to you? We just got done talking about investment, right? What you have invested in yourself builds the capacity of your life and or the value of your life. What you can and cannot contribute to your neighbor's life makes you what you are in this community, no matter what you think. Uh, the greatest value you'll hold in this life is what you hold and what others who know you and love you know that you hold. And the best investment you can make is in and of yourself to make yourself as well capacitated to take on life and to ease its strain for others as you can. Life is weird to me. Life is... I've been in a position to take life. And 
Life is passion. Life is love. Life is different. Life comes in many colors and um, I don't regret taking life because it preserved mine and my friends' lives. In that moment, they were more important to me. I couldn't see a bigger picture. I, I couldn't see life through a 10,000-foot view. It, it was right there, the immediate. I was, it was face value. Your life or my life. And I wanted it more, I guess. I don't know. Um, Only two options when you're doing that kind of a thing. Yeah, it, it really is. And uh, I have the opportunity to not finish a job on a Yeah, and that's got to suck too. On a given Tuesday or Wednesday. Right, yeah. I still have to finish it, but uh, I have the opportunity to walk away at the end of the day. You can't exactly quit what you're doing when you're soldiering. No, that's that's true. And you but, have to finish right then and there so that you can walk away. It's weird, a dynamic, because if you give life, it sticks with you forever. And if you take life, it sticks with you forever. Surely. And I can remember things I did when I was five years old. I think about that when I'm playing with my little boy. I'm like, he's going to remember this. Yeah. The name of that toy and the fact that daddy remembers the names of the toys, you know. I don't even like hunting anymore. Because I don't want to destroy anything. Ever since the military, I this is why Brian. This is why I picked up a camera is because I never did when I was younger. I never had one while I was in the military. I never got to uh, keep those memories, uh, like a physical copy of those memories. It, it, they're just stuck in my brain, and a part of me is regretful for that. But the whole time I was in the military, I'm a, I was a Ford observer. So my job is to destroy. I, that's what I'm, I fucking call in artillery, the king of the battle. I, it wipes everything off the face of this planet, and I destroyed. And the reason I picked up a camera, put down the gun, put down it all, I, I just want to create, 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 create. I want to... There's no way I've left the world a better place before 2016. There's just no way. You weren't living your best life, Joe? I was living my best life to survive, and I was too stupid to know better. I don't regret joining the military, but my life was so zoomed in that I didn't... I lived in that box. I had no outside perspective. You were in that cage, weren't you? I was in a cage. And mentally, too, because... Defending the Southern cage. Mississippi, I didn't have much of an education. Well, there's a lot to be said for the Army. Well, yeah, I got an education of life. For the U.S. in, in, its, in and of itself. I got a, a... The world gave me an education about life and how... There's lots more out there than mine. Well, lots more. U.S. military service is square service. So Sometimes. I think an, it's different now. If there's, a, From my perspective, if there's an argument for any kind of government expense at all, it's the military. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of it is debatable. From, from I mean, We're different, though. It, but, yeah. I think America's different in that we are, we are surrounded by a moat, except for Mexico. 
We're surrounded by a moat. Yeah, the Pacific the and the Atlantic. All in Florida. The the Pacific and the Atlantic is what protects us. It's such a vast distance. <coughs> Why do you think Japan failed so during Midway? Like you, they can't travel. get to American soil, and if they did. That's They're, why they fight technologically. That's yeah, they, they and with biochemistry perhaps. But life it's and it's all about perspective because I've seen and I'm looking at it through the context of poverty and other world communities and economic structures and because that's most life, you think? No, I think everybody's good for the most part. But you think most life is in poverty or no? Around oh, the outside, world? yeah. Outside of the U.S.? Yeah, there's a lot of po- in poverty. But we can we can flip it like that. We, there's the money. There's the resources. There's the people. We have. We can do it. We can make this. We as in the United States. Of humans as in general humans. Free more, yeah, yeah. And, but I'll, I would love to live in a world where there's no borders. I would love to live in a world where sanctions are not a thing. I would love to live in a world where everybody's cool and helping one another and it's just not possible. Well, what if we started with let's live in an America where there's a free marketplace? That would be great. There are no rules for businesses. We are the shining. Or on commodities set by any government. How about that? And the revenue would be glorious. We are the standard. We absolutely are the what standard. What a life of the world. that would be if we were really free. I don't, yeah, we're not. Nobody is, man. We're a slave to something for well, sure. Like I said, they make it difficult to stand on your own. It's real hard. I mean, you have to be hard to stand on your own in this country nowadays. Do you ever do you ever fantasize about just like I've done this from time to time, going into the woods and just getting off the grid forever? Well, sure, but you got to have money to afford the land. Yeah, there you go. I talked to a man today in Independence, Missouri, and this man owns his own business, and he went and bought twelve acres or something out in Independence, Missouri, and. Um, He's going to build a house in the middle, and he wants a nice fence out front, and he's got land behind him. Matter of fact, there's pasture land in the back. Um, maybe he'll grow beans one day, you know what I'm saying? But um, he got tired of the city, and I don't blame him. I, I think if you can afford to do it, then there it is. Go buy some land and create some space. Uh, space is perspective, right? We're talking about life, right? So if I change my life... <clears throat> And invest in myself. My voice cracked. It's rarity. Apologize. Um, if I invest in myself and I change my life, which is what I did years and years ago, and now I have several trades that I operated, my capacity and on my time schedule, and, and I set the rate. Um, but that's what you find when you invest in yourself and when you put yourself out in the free market. Is not only is the free market in America bigger than you could ever imagine it is, Um, but that your value rises as soon as you start defining that value. And that's the American dream. And I think that uh, that's not taught in public schools. And I think that a lot of young men and women don't know a man or a woman who owns and operates his own thing and employs other people and sets his own schedule and defines his own value or her own value. 
Um, that's what's missing in not only in the public education system in this country, but in private education. Uh, we talked on the last episode, like, why isn't there a math store down on the corner next to the footlocker? There is one in uh, Overland Park. There we go. Right? There is one. There surely are plenty of teachers in this great country who love what they do and don't want to be told how to do it or to who, for whom to do it for, and they can go open their own, right? When, how far off are we from a free market wherein that is the reality? Free market uh, education? Yeah, wherein on a Tuesday, maybe Thatcher's two years from now, seven years old, right? He goes to jujitsu and boxing twice a week each, and he goes to math twice a week. And he goes to history twice a week. And I choose the uh, instructor. Maybe it's in a home. Maybe it's in a corner store. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say that's not the reality in America or that, that that's not what it should be? Yeah. Wherein the history teacher makes more than any professor because he owns the shop on the corner. And he finds other professors who know what they're doing, and they come in and they do privates with groups of two or three. Right? That's, There's a free business plan idea smart. for you. Let me throw that out there. But, right, how far off are we from that? Wherein that's more valuable for your time, right? And more people are independently employed and more people have invested not only in themselves but in cryptocurrencies. So there's a real difficulty for the government or for oversight to control monetary systems. Isn't that a private school? And therefore you have these, hmm, well, let's go do this thing. Well, do, okay, so there is private schools where you pay a premium to go to these schools that have these teachers in this education system. Are those, are those schools, um, what's the word approved by the government? Yeah. Are, yeah. 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 Accredited. Accredited. Are and they what regulated? Is what is, okay. Well, here's my other question. What does that mean as it's revealed? I think not uniformly, but across the board that universities and public education K through 12 is subjugated by communism. Right. Yeah. I mean, why should I get my little boy? And I'm talking about me like this is my perspective. We're talking about life. Why would I get my little boy's life enthralled like seven, eight hours a day for that nonsense when he could go learn from somebody I know who knows what the fuck they're talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Yeah. And homework, I think, is bullshit, too. Who's to say this America what does he have to do? Like, maybe me and his ma sort it out, right? And maybe we have a good rep- and the we government- have a good relationship, which is unicorn in this world we live in. But maybe we sort it out like that. Maybe she agrees. And it's not necessarily homeschool, but it's not. And he's not truant either. One, you've seen me with my boy. Like, we're yeah. active. We're mm-hmm. all over the place. We do all kinds of things. He learns a lot He, from did, you. he does for sure. Thank you. Um so what's to say that's not the best road for me to take as a parent? You know what I mean? Well, because they want, because there's a fucking engineering involved, you know? That's what I think it is. I've got a song. I've got a song. They want you socialized. I've got a song, and the first lyrics are, Cut the deck and draw the hand of life, reincarnated, guess it's white, below the Mason Dixon where the hateful Christian is going to fill up your hard drive with lies. Education system designed to deprive the mind to shine. Better just obey the tribe. Too naive to say you're victim. Close your eyes. You're better off to fall in and toe the line. So, it's, Did you write that? Yeah. Nice. So it's Joe. 
Williams, yeah. Joseph, yeah. Jay, uh, is multifaceted and I talented. Multi- we'll, I've got do, many, we'll delve into him one day and we'll let him tell everybody. I've got many irons in the fire. Many irons and many, and many fires, yes. as a matter of fact. The, but I am convinced, like, when I look at my life, again, from the 10,000-foot view, Southern Mississippi, shittiest education in the Union, um, <clears throat> most according poverty. to a rating system. Yeah, according to a rating system. That I, rates the government's performance in education. But we're fucking dumb. Just clarify. Yeah, but you. we're fucking dumb. Well, yeah. we're, we're fucking dumb. Those are your people. You can they say are, that if you like. And not even. I'm not going to stop you. I, but 9-11 was my saving grace. It's fucked up to say. It's fucked up to say, but those planes flying into those buildings made my life better in a weird way, in gave, a weird roundabout fucking way. gave you a way out of Hattiesburg. It gave me a way out of the cage. Hattiesburg. Petal, Mississippi, really. It gave you a route to a different part of the cage. Oh, yeah. I went to many different cages, man. That was like the big cage in the cage. And I went to the fucking Middle East cage, and, and that now cage you're is... outside of the cage. Yeah, yeah, Working yeah. for an organization that helps men to escape the cage. Yes, of right. their mind. Mm-hmm. But really, I work for myself. I'm just contracted. The uh, and that I don't even want employees, Brian. I never, I never want employees. Well, you don't have to when I you know. provide a service as a, as a photographer, which is what you're trying to do full time. Yeah, right? which you love and you're good at it, right? You've provided a good service to my business, uh, not just with your hands, but with the photography, which is work with your hands, which is yeah. great. Um, and you're great with the media end of it, which means you can process it all. And right? give it to the people. So you have all this value. Everything I just talked about is the value of Joe's life, right? Plus you have all this service history, right? Not just at home, but overseas, right? And you've mm-hmm. seen all these things and all those things are valuable. And you've found a place in America, thank God, for your resources and your assets and your perspective and your life. Your life has value just to be Joseph Williams. Yeah. And all you have to do is answer the phone because there is a demand for Joseph Williams. Yeah. And amen to that. And thank God for America once again. Thank God because he blessed these men and women to say, you know what? We can do our own thing and we can live our own lives. I, I love that rebel, that rebellious attitude of Americans. And it's very... It's ingrained into every human in the world, but it's kind of programmed out of them. Isn't it in our nature to be free? Yeah, 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 and we social. Have, we have this massive mind and this mm-hmm. ability to not only to understand, but to think and to feel, right, for our, our other humans and our loved ones especially. Empathy, yeah. That's- <clears throat> we have this massive capacity, and even the most inept people on the planet mm-hmm. mentally have the ability to love at an unbelievable capacity. And, and I think that we've seen that most members of nature are the same way. Oh yeah. Animals are not just animals, but plants, plants. Um, so it's amazing to want to restrain life to me. It's amazing to want to regulate life. It's amazing to want to mandate others who are alive, uh, wherein that is disrespectful to them and their individual self and their mind and their feelings and their background and their capacity to mm-hmm. live their life. It's disrespectful. Government in all of its stance is disrespectful to humanity. 
wherein you can do it on your own. And I think that the people can come together and have a government, but that government can be respectful to reality. And we talked on the last episode, maybe they collect the trash. Maybe they sort it. Maybe the government owns one patent, and that's on the machine which recycles the plastic, right? And then they can fund everything based on the revenue of that one thing. Remember the mob used to run waste management. Maybe still does. Do you, um, what, what is to you, what's positive about government? For me, it's organization. I would say the ability to keep track of who belongs to who. Yeah. People procreate. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that never changes. So if the government were ever to keep track of anything, it should keep track of who is Joe Williams and who are his kids and who is his mama and who is his daddy. Right? That's it. If there's going to be revenue for government, and I believe that makes a lot of sense, right? Especially if you're going to have a successful free market, which wherein it could create tax revenue so you could have these things. The like census. Roads and bridges and buildings to have schools in, Right? then there's reason for that government, and not all governments agree, right? Romania is a freestanding country right in the middle of Europe, and it's like it does its own thing, has Mm -hmm. its own language, it gives no fuck, right, about what anybody else is doing, mask, vaccine, like all the way down the line. They don't participate in the euro, like they have their own currency, no fucks, right? What's to say the whole world is like that, but everyone's respectful, Right, and every country in the world is a free market. Right, I'm talking. Let's start with America because it's not. It's heavily regulated and mandated. And I mean, you can go to any corner store, any corner in any big city, and they got the same shit mm-hmm. everywhere. Right, you really have to seek and search and find and know people to find the good shit. Right, including buying buying your hardware. Right, yeah, or your lumber. So. Life is not what it could be in America because it's not a free market, and it could be better for everyone if we had a free market, yeah. which would create un, unimaginable revenue to have all of these things that people on the left, can we say that, think that we need. You have to have financing. We said this last time, too. If you're going to be a socialist, you should be a free market person. Yeah. Otherwise, what finances it? You're saying you want the government to own and control everything. And if that happens, then there's a major limit on revenue creation for said government. And then you have more people working for the government who are enforcing the long list of rules. If you pass a law, you have to, A, hire someone to enforce it, and B, pass a tax to finance the implementation of said law. That's accounting. That's real basic. To me, that's my perspective. Put pen to paper, Mac, right? That's how I was raised up. So how do we change the lives of Americans to understand that you put pen to paper and write that down? And, hey, that might be a great idea, but let's create a way to fund it, not let's create the thing and then just take the money from what you think is an endless pool of tax revenue in America, wherein the pool is slowing down in its production because fewer and fewer people are producing or providing services, and it's more and more difficult to do that. Right, You can't grind a bar to a halt by putting 
two too many bartenders and one too many barbacks behind it, right? Then you can't get to the well to pour a drink for the few people you have, right? That's over-regulation. You slow down the engine and you don't oil it and let the parts move. You grind to a halt, right? Or you put too much lubricant in there. It's it's not efficient. Yeah. It takes balance, doesn't it? It's absolute balance. The free market always finds its own balance. So how do we and turn that around? via supply and demand. And that's a natural thing that people who, who have engaged the marketplace in their life understand. That's something you understand. And you don't necessarily understand it uniformly across all industries. But there are lots of people who are experts in understanding the laws of supply and demand in lots of industries in this country. And the government does not hold those understandings. The government holds the rules and the regulations, which tell you how and when and why and where you can do it. That is the extra spur in the grinder, right? We talked about the heart earlier. That's the flags and the rules and the barriers in the middle of the heart. And the heart is the engine of the big apparatus, which is humanity. Is the does the train have too much momentum to stop this this train of financial slavery? Well, that's in the hearts of the people. Do they abide it? I've always said <clears throat> this is my perspective, but the best way that I can change the world is to be what I say people should be in America. Stand on your own, right? Do your own thing. And if you're an example then you're saying, hey, it can be done. Maybe you can attract other people to participate in it. At the very least, I do nothing but produce and increase property values and create tax revenue and create work for other men and print square language and participate in the most revealing exercise a man can participate in, and that's combat sports. Uh, And I still do it at 43, and I have a good time with it. And we can record this podcast now, and we can record my thoughts, and we can talk about what it means to this hillbilly in America. And what I'm really talking about and what it means to be an American. This is my perspective, and this is what I see. It's hard, and I love it hard, and that's why I go to the gym, and that's why I engage other men. The hard is what makes life great. But it shouldn't be so difficult to be your own man and to stand on your own and take care of your own. Uh, We're going to hit on this in another episode, but I said the only thing the government should ever keep track of is who belongs to who. And we're talking about kids. One of the things the government should never decide is who gets who. Who?